Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Well, howdy, howdy, food truck and hot dog vendors all over the place. We have a big show tonight. We had over 50 people last week from other countries listen live that's pretty exciting and um hopefully they they can understand and comprehend tennessee um language but i want to welcome um, i am excited tonight to have everybody here we have some um cool tips and things to talk about um rob and jason will be with us i think um in fact i think I think they're both already here. I know Jason is. Jason, how are you tonight? I can't complain. How are you guys? Doing good over here, and I think I'm opening up Rob right now. Let's see here. Rob, how are you tonight? What's going on, fellas? Well, I am um I'm excited cuz I I want to do a, a you know, try to stick to an hour tonight because I want to get off and watch the you know, polls. I don't know why I'm addicted to that, but um, it's exciting. So if you haven't voted, um, leave now, go vote, listen to this later. Um, the, I saw today where there's people in line that are leaving, um, because the lines are so long. Um, did you have to wait a long time, Rob? Two hours. Holy moly. Um, there were people in line, it said on the news in Florida, waiting two hours and then were told that it'd be another hour. And um, I can see where you get discouraged and go home and say, the heck with this. They, it should be a better system. Um, there should be an easier way to do it. And for some reason, we haven't, you know, we can put a new rover that's an actual science lab on, on Mars, but we can't come up with it. Did you see the, um, the, the video that's going all over the Internet? It's um, somebody went in and tried to vote for Obama today, and, and he filmed that's it. Here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there in Pennsylvania, everywhere he clicked on the Obama name, it it casted his vote for Romney. Romney, yep. and they they didn't fix it, but he found a place on that square he could cut, and it kept it there. So, who knows? That'll turn into you know the hanging Chad thing that happened years ago. Um, oh, that'll be a mess. But anyway, um, this that. You know, we'll move on. This has nothing to do with hot dog vending other than our um, 
you know, the president, and, and it affects small businesses and, and things like that. So we do need to keep in mind, and that's why I encourage everybody to vote, cast your, you know, your ballot, and make a, be a voice, be heard. Um, let's see. I wanted to talk um, quickly about Bob. Bob has been fundraising. Y'all remember we started the Kiva thing with Carol. Carol met her match, I think, last Thursday, two days after the show. And um, and there were some people that emailed me and said, hey, I will still want to give, um, but it won't take my money. And it won't because they only go for the amount the person requested. Well, one guy actually called me and said, um, you know, is there a way I can help make her payments back? And I thought that was fantastic. So, um, but anyway, Bob is Bob the Builder. You can go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash Bob's Cart, one word, B-O-B-S-C-A-R-T, and and look at his story. But Bob also has um, raised a bunch of money, almost 50% of his needed. Uh, his wasn't near as much. I think it was less than two grand he was raising. But if you want to help, just go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash help. For, that's forward slash help. We changed that domain tag um, to go to Bob instead of Carol, and we've got some other vendors coming along that will be up and running soon, and we'll be telling you about their plight, and you can help out. You get your money back, so it's not giving it away. Um it's a it's a cool deal. So every everybody gets to to you know come out ahead. Um, somebody's calling me on Skype while I'm doing the show, which is odd. You know my my pen thing says do not this number's not used for that. Um, but anyway, if you would like to call in live to the show, dial four two four two five eight nine three six four, and we'll try to get to some questions and answers tonight. We do have a few, I know. And I wanted to also bring up um, the classified ads over at LearnHotDogs.com. There's people been posting up their carts for sale or parts for sale or popcorn machine or whatever. Check it out. You can find that at LearnHotDogs.com forward slash used. Um, hey, Ben. Yeah. I'm going to uh, open up the chat room. It's open. There's people in there. Really? Yeah. It's not showing on my screen. We Refresh your page. Um, let's see here. I wanted to – I know that Rob's got some stuff, and um, Jason's got some stuff to tell us about tonight. And I wanted, though, to remind y'all uh, – well, i tell you what I'm going to do first. I'm going to do some shout-outs real quick. This is over at Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. It's turned into Hot Dog Fender Radio, you know, theme land, but it is cool as heck, the stuff people are posting. First, um, people posting on Halloween, like David Street, um, set his big dog cart up on the sidewalk, and or next to the sidewalk, and he's got pictures of crowds standing in line to eat while they're out trick-or-treating with their kids. That was smart, and um, congratulations to David for doing that. Um, anybody that posted also gets a um, entry or two entries into for each post to the hot dog cart giveaway we do at the in December, um, and that's coming up soon. You're talking about four weeks away. We'll be giving away a brand new hot dog cart to somebody. Um, Al Miller, 
um, did a logo out of condiments from his cart of the Ben's Carts logo with a hot dog underneath. It is beautiful. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, it's on the page. I think it's awesome. Um, I'm hoping that Al calls in tonight. He had a situation come up tonight at his regular site, and it went a bad way, and he wanted to share with us and kind of get our input. Um, John Cavanaugh um, has danced the dancing dogs, and he's got all his boys in, and his wife. Well, he's got his his. It looks like his daughter and and um, his wife and he in Vienna aprons, hats, and they're serving hot dogs. Um, oh, Corey Lawrence, uh, did you find the chat, Jason? Yeah, it came up, but nobody's really done anything yet. Okay. Um, Corey Lawrence posted that he was given away, given a dollar off of the value meal to all his customers that showed the I Voted sticker. So if you brought your I Voted sticker in, you got that. You know what my holiday was today? What was it? You know, know, I put that stupid holiday up on my bottom of my one menu board all the time. Today was... um, National, thank God, no more political ads. Well, you've been bombarded, though. Ohio and Indiana and Florida and those states, they have been bombarded. I can't – you know they posted up today how much each candidate spent on political ads, and it was almost a billion dollars combined, $600 for Romney, $400 for – for Obama, and that it just blows my mind. When I think of numbers that big, a billion dollars, I go, how many people would that have helped? Uh, How many people right now are working three jobs? How many people right now can't afford to go get their teeth fixed because they um, work all the time and they just have enough money to pay the bills? You know all these things I think about, and I go, why, why? It just doesn't make good sense to me. But I, I um, and I don't want to upset anybody with my political rantings. But um, I'm all in favor of humanity, all the time, no matter which party it comes from. Um, Happy Jacks hot dogs posted up on Facebook as well. Um, Listen to this. He says, we received a phone call on Friday from a writer at the Indianapolis Star. She is doing an article on the best bowls of chili in the Indianapolis area. Happy Jack's Chili was selected to be one of those featured in her article. For me, this is exciting stuff. They should be around in the next week or so for pictures. I will keep you posted. Happy Jack. Congratulations, Happy Jack. That is awesome. Um, That is more than awesome. That's fantastic that they would have heard about you and um, want you in their contest for their or featured in their article. Um, so congratulations to that for that. Um, 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 um. I tell you what, um, Jason, why don't you share yep. one of your um, things you were talking about with me, um, and then we'll um, move on from there. Oh man, um, let's see. I'm trying to think what the hell we talked about now. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about getting now you can forget about it. You meet new people every day. About what? Um, uh, becoming senile. Oh, you, can you get forget about it. You meet new people every day. That's absolutely true. 
Um, no, I was telling you about those menu boards I found at uh, Staples, and uh, I sent you some pictures. And uh, they're small; they're about um, foot wide by foot and a half tall, or so, maybe two foot tall. And about fifteen dollars, nice metal edge. And um, I found a new product um, that my wife showed me around the house. She used them in a couple different places. They're the stick-ons from 3M. They're called Command. And uh, they have hooks and all these different things, but they now have a Velcro. And the nice thing about this product line is you can stick it to things, and then to peel it off, there's this little tab sticking out front, and you pull on it, and it removes all the adhesive, and it doesn't even leave, like, the sticky residue. So I bought the new menu boards. I needed new ones, and I put the uh, 3M Command Velcro on the front of the trailer and on the back of the menu board, and I just stick them together in the morning. And I uh, went as far as in my trailer, something that was beating up my old menu boards, so I wasn't really a home for them. So they'd fall, and the edges would get buggered up. And so now what I did is over to the left of my sink area on this one wall, I put matching Velcro. I just attached it to the back of the frame, just peeled the sticky part, and stuck them on a wall. Well, now my menu boards have a home for after they come off the front of the trailer when I'm heading home. Now that keeps them from falling. But, uh, that is you smart. Know, two nice little products, you know. Uh, well, you could adapt that to use it, you know, even on your push cart or your behind oh, or anything. God, yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah, for menu, hours, special signs, anything. And, uh, yeah, the command stuff. Like I can say it's pretty nice little stuff to work with. I'm um, I'm gonna post those pictures you sent and then links to it. Um, okay. The information on the blog tomorrow when I do the show notes. No worries, sir. That way people can see it and understand it and um, have the links to go there. Um, okay. And okay. you had something else. Um, Oh, we're talking about the, the windows on my trailer? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, everybody, I think, knows I'm in an enclosed cart. And, uh, you know, it's the time of year here that I took out the screens and put the uh, plexiglass in. And uh, I have four panels of plexi that slide across. And, you know, when the panels are touching at the end, there's about an inch gap between, you know, the window frame and the, and the plexi. You know, I rolled towels up the other day because it's getting really windy and, not really cold, but just the whistle was annoying me. So uh, I rolled towels in there. And, you know, to me, that just looks like, you know, horrible. So uh, I went tonight to the hardware store, and I got some pipe, uh, foam pipe insulation. And right. uh, cut it to the right length, and I, you know, put it right behind the window there, kind of pressed it in, and it looks a lot cleaner, and it locks it up a lot nicer, and, you know, Three dollars and I think sixty nine cents, and the problem solved. So, you know, just uh, I need something else because the towels just look terrible. You know, rolled up and stuck there, white. You know, towels just look horrible. Right, so right. Just, you know, they don't look. Besides, nah, you know, this foam fits. You know, this foam pipe insulation fits right there. You know, it already had slit in it, and I like, just peeled the. Sticky tabs are covered by this yellow tape, and just peeled them and stuck the tube together to make it a solid circle because I wasn't actually putting it around a tube. And uh, I cut it with a bread knife, you know, very easy to cut. Measured it to length and popped it in there. I think I shot you a picture of that, too. Yeah, you did. Um, I'll post those up as well. Nobody yeah. laughs at my towels. Well, the yeah, the towels, I mean, I've used towels, you know, at the house. Um you know, around these window air units. 
Um, yeah. When we have those, you know, I'd shove towels around it, and it does. It looks ratty, and, and you know, using it for commercial purposes would look even worse to your customers or potential customers. That's what I was worried about. Well, we've um, Rob, are you there? Yes. All right. Folks, you're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio live every Tuesday night, and we are um, – you can call in at 424-258-9364, press option 1, if you would like to talk to one of the hosts. Um, Rob, what do, you, what do you have news updates, anything going on this week? Uh, I don't want to let the cat completely out of the bag, but I'll brief everybody because um, we're going to have a gentleman on the radio show, I think, in the next couple weeks. Um, but myself here in North Carolina, been working with a vendor that uh, just getting started, and uh, it's been a nightmare trying to get him permitted. Um, the uh, I've acted on behalf of the Mobile Food Vendor Association. He's a member of the MFBA. He that was one of the first things he did when he wanted to uh, start getting his information and get his cart. He thought, you know, hey, let me join the MFBA and this and that. So anyway, I've had to step in numerous times this week and try helping that gentleman out. Uh, we've had a time getting him um, permitted, but no fault of his and no fault of anybody's other than just, I don't know exactly how to uh, word it other than just... Uh, uh, well, it, it is the fault of somebody. Yeah, it is the fault of somebody, and at the end it... Uh, uh, you know, and I will go into more details about the entire story, I'm sure, um, and, and when we have him on. But, right. you know, the, folks, it's just been tough, and, and he didn't give up, and I didn't give up, and it's been numerous phone calls and delays and, you know, phone but calls and emails. But y'all did it in a week. Y'all, y'all made great strides in a week and got it resolved is the yeah, bottom I mean, as of tomorrow, he's supposed to be permitted or no later than Wednesday. Um, so I mean, no later than Thursday. So, you know, in the end, it worked out. It could have been worse, and I don't mean to toot my own horn or, or whatever with the Mobile Food Association, but obviously with my knowledge and help and guidance, I knew who to call and where to call and what to say to them and what questions to ask a lot more than him. And believe it or not, that's kind of what started this whole thing with this inspector was the gentleman that bought the cart, joined the MFBA, he called me, uh, being here in North Carolina, and ask a lot of questions. So I gave him a lot of good information that he needed going forward with the process. Well, when the health inspector would question him about or say something when he first said, hey, I've got a card I'd like to get permitted, and he started saying, well, do you have this? Do you need this? You, you know, And the, the uh, vendor had to straighten him out on a couple of things. Well, that started the ball tilting the wrong way where kind of I think the the inspector felt like that this guy, quote-unquote, knew it all, when, in fact, what he did correct him on was correct on behalf of the vendor. And he got all this information, you know, through the MFBA and through myself and, and other channels, um, and, you know, he knew what and, – and people join the MFBA for that very reason, I think, a lot of times, is to learn – what's right, what's wrong, you know, to, to really streamline the process of getting a permit and, you know, getting a cart and so forth. And that's why this guy um, joined, And and but, you know, there was a few things that the um, – anyway, that's kind of why it all started, I think, uh, if you will, on the wrong foot. And right. the guy felt like the guy, you know, like I said, quote, unquote, knew it all. And that's kind of, 
his, believe it or not, the inspector's answer, well, he seemed like he just knew it all. Well, what's that got to do with anything? If he didn't know it all, then correct him. If you're correct, you know, but don't correct him if you're wrong. <laughs> he may know more than you, um, sad as that may seem, but uh, anyway, that's, I think we've got resolution with it, and but it's boy, it's been taxing and and long, and but the the gentleman's grateful, and you know, hopefully we'll have his story and kind of his situation. Um, and the reason we want to bring it to light is not so much to talk about any specific. Matter of fact, we may not even mention the specific county or the specific uh, inspector. What we want to bring to light is don't give up, folks. This is not uh, you know this happens. So there's a way to get through it, and that's what we want to share more so than anything with the listeners is, you know, it can get frustrating um, from start to finish, but at the end of it all, you know, it, again, you know, Ben, you made reference to it basically all, we got it done in a week. So right. I know weeks seems like months and months seems like years uh, when you're trying to get everything done from trying to investigate whether you want to get into business to then looking at carts and then deciding what cart do I buy used, buy new, then you get a cart narrowed down, you find one, you buy one. And then I know the process from buying one going forward seems like forever because that's where the excitement builds. You know, you've got all the, the minimal stuff out of the way. Now it's time to put the rubber to the road and get permitted and get going, and that's really tough. And right. especially some people are on deadlines. You know, maybe that uh, their job's getting ready to run out, or maybe they've lost their job and their unemployment's running out. Or, or they've already whatever. planned so, the event. Exactly. They've already maybe planned an event or whatever the case may be, or they've got, they've got a location that they don't want to lose or whatever. So I know that seems like it takes a while, but there's a process, and you just got to be able to work your way through it and, you know, stay in contact with the right people and ask the right questions and tell them to prove it to you. We talked about that on this show. You know, said, hey, look, if, uh, if they say something, just say, hey, how, can you show me that in writing or kind of show me where I can find that reference right. um, and, and let them show you. And, you know, that's where, you know, one of the things this uh, inspector made reference to, that he uses his best professional judgment on a daily basis. And I said, you can't do that. I said, the rules and regulations are in black and white for the most part. There's very little interpretation or professional judgment that should be used at any time. And, you know, if you can show me why professional judgment needs to be used in one specific case or situation, then I'd like to know that. Um, right. And, and, you know, but like I said, it, it was been a long process. But in the end, it all worked out, and I'm, I'm glad it did. So. Well, congratulations. Gotta, I'm impressed that you, you helped him that far and got it done. Um, folks, we've got some callers, and we'll be right back after a couple messages. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Do you like freebies and discounts? Then check out mymfva.org. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MFVA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit mymfva.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. You're grooving live with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. Folks, we're back live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're welcome to call in at 424-258-9364. Press option number one if you'd like to talk to a host. 
We have Jason on the phone tonight. We have Rob here tonight and me. And let's take our first caller. Caller with the last four of 6532. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, hi, Ben. How are you doing? Doing great. Uh, this is Marty. I'm calling from Peoria, Arizona. Yes, sir. And, Welcome to the show. And, and um, I'm a newbie to the hot dog industry. And uh, I'm just getting started and everything. Got the cart, bought a used one. Uh, followed all your instructions with the due diligence thing and everything like that. Good for you. And uh, the tough time I'm having right now is the commissary thing because I've gone to a couple people, like an American Legion and a couple of little bars and stuff that have these little kitchens that they don't use all the time. And the um, biggest thing they fear is the liability of everything. And uh, even though um, I went and got insurance on myself and the cart, like, uh, like a $2 million insurance policy. Right. And explaining it to them, but they still get jittery about it. Well, have you have you listened to the show or um, or the blog article about can my commissary be sued? No, I haven't checked that one out. Um, this was fairly recent, like in the last two months. Um, we had a similar situation. And so I did a blog article about it. We did a show topic about it, and we talked about the ways to handle that and get around it and work with it. And then we also listed on the show um, some alternative places, like Rob mentioned, a few that you know people just don't think of for commissaries. And that may be something you want to go back to, take a look at it and see if you can – garner something out of it, but the bottom line is is we explain how you can make them feel better and insure them against a suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other question I have, um, being a new guy to, this, uh, to the hot dog thing, and when I get my first job, what's, the, what's a good uh, ballpark amount to actually keep on hand, uh, monetary-wise? On on the cart, like on a normal, I say normal because that's all relative to where you are. But if you're not doing an event, a normal day, I try right. to hundred dollars on me and change money. So when I start the day, I try to have a hundred dollars. So I'll have ones, my fives, and and then that's all I keep. And then I I will keep a couple tens in my back pocket. Um. And then you can do it that way, and that way you never are seen with big, large bills. If somebody gives you a large bill, I take right. it in my back pocket and make change with small bills. Yeah, because I, I did sign up for the square thing, because I know a lot of people are comfortable using their debit cards rather than cash now. Absolutely. Well, that's definitely a positive, then, especially around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad um, that that you um, have gotten started or are getting started, you'll have to update us once you get going and tell us how the first day or two goes. Yeah, I definitely will because I used to, I'm a legally blind guy, and um, I lost my job in 08, and I had a culinary background because I went to culinary school in the 90s, and uh, I kind of used it as a like a fallback. So I've been cooking, and I've been wanting to get into the hot dog business, and I finally got the shot and just took it. And... Uh, you know, awesome. and then and then about four years ago, I was able to drive finally. So now I've become independent, let's say, uh, of freedom. 
So now I can actually get the cart and take it where I want to go where I never used to have that opportunity to. Well, that's that's exciting and I um so you're legally blind is that how does that affect you um slinging dogs? Oh, not at all, nothing. It's it's basically just a, a low vision is all it is. But with corrective lenses it's you know, it's it's uh, it's just as good as vision as anybody else. Well, that is awesome. I am I am impressed and I can't wait to hear your success. And then uh, you had a blog a while ago, a show about a, a person that called in with the Maricopa County thing, and he said that he had to pay like a $200 fee every time he switched locations. Well, I just recently looked on my application. It doesn't say anywhere on the application that you have to pay a relocation fee. They just want to know what area of operation you're working out of. Right, right. But uh, just to throw that out there. Well, I'm glad you did. Well, thank you for calling, and um, please call back. Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely enjoyed your shows. They're very informative, that's for sure. Well, thanks a bunch. And if you have trouble finding that episode, um, if you just search on the blog for commissary or the word Sue, um, you'll find it. But if you do have any trouble, email me, and I'll link you to it. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks a bunch. Have a good evening. All right, you too. Bye-bye. And caller with the last four of twelve sixty six. I'm gonna bring your line on here just a second. Um twelve sixty six, this is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How are you tonight? I'm good, Ben. How about yourself? Doing good. Who am I talking with here? This sounds awful you're, familiar. You're speaking with Al Miller from Dallas, Texas. Al Boo Miller from Dallas, Texas. I tell you what. Um, I need to um, trademark that logo you created out of condiments. That is fantastic. Well, you can have it. It's all yours, and thanks <laughs> so much. We enjoyed making it. <laughs> well, it is awesome. Um, somebody's quite the artist. I know your wife's well, a, a singer. She is, and um, she's also she also makes jewelry and things like that. She's just very creative, and she did all of that. She traced all of that out on a piece of paper freehand and then put it underneath of that vinyl tablecloth and then we both scurried uh to get it put on the on the tablecloth before the chocolate melted. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It it looks uh, good. That looked really good. Awesome. Well thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it and whatever you want to do with it, it belongs to you. So there you have it. Well I, I thank you, Al. Go ahead. You you had called and left me a message tonight. I was getting ready for the show and was trying to pull clips together and stuff and questions and all that because I always wait till the last minute because I'm a procrastinator. My motto is, why do something today that you can put off till tomorrow? And <laughs> and so um, I oftentimes pay the price for that, that um, you know, philosophy. But could you share with us what happened tonight and then hopefully we can offer some um, reassurance or at least, um, you know, get some picks and, and torches and go with you. <laughs> well, I don't know if that will help. I think the guy is more ignorant than, than he is intelligent. But um, we've been working this nightclub where we uh, we have actually played in the band. And um, one of the band members that play there on Tuesday night uh, – turned us on to the club owner. There used to be a tamale fella that come through there and sell, sold tamales out of a 
uh, out of a cooler, and he did that for years and years, and he just disappeared. Well, they needed somebody for food, so they fell in the band that I'm good friends with. He told the owner about us, and this is about five weeks ago, and he's, come on out, man, what are you waiting for? So we went out and set up, and we've been doing anywhere from 250 to 360 every Tuesday night at this place for the last five weeks. And we went out there tonight, and there is a um, uh, concession trailer set up all glowing in the dark where we normally set up and no phone call or anything. So I went in and asked him what the deal was, and uh, he said, man, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know what to tell you. They're, they're, they weren't supposed to be here tonight. They're supposed to be here on Fridays and Saturdays. And I said, well, then uh, maybe you can ask them to close and I'll set up. And he 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 waited for me to get um, kind of a uh, attitude, if you will, with him. And then he right. told me, well, go on, go on to the house. And, of course, you know, I said my few choice words and I got in the car and went home. And I'm not disappointed that they hired somebody else there. I know our food was good. We had great re- uh, response from our food. I think it belonged to a friend of a friend of a friend. And, and I say that because, Here's one thing that I think uh, got us in trouble. Last Tuesday, his son is kind of the bouncer there. Right. He was outside taking pictures of my hot dog cart and and asking me a lot of questions. And I told Lisa, my wife, I said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, just kind of off the cuff, that if we came back here, they had a hot dog cart set up next week, you know. And lo and behold, I never even thought about it. We pulled in the parking lot, and there was a daggum concession trailer. So what I'm, my tip, I guess, if you will, the reason I called in is um, I think it might be a good idea for all of us to have somebody sign a piece of paper or something, whether that does any good or not. Um, the handshake with the fella didn't work. So there you have it. So we lost the uh, we lost the account, I guess, and um, um, I'm – um, kind of it buckled us to our knees. We lost about three hundred dollars tonight with buying food, is what I'm expecting, and driving over there an hour and a half. And um, you know, I didn't lose any food. I brought it home, put it back in the freezer. Right, so but you still lost, you lost time and and money and gas and 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 so I I wouldn't blame you for being mad. Um, those situations do happen. They're they're seldom, but they happen. Um, I've heard them. And I know Rob's heard them, um, where somebody, you know, hijacks your location. There's been news articles even about it. Um, I think it was in Arizona, in fact, where a vendor ran over another vendor who took his spot. Um, and, you know, now and now he's in jail. But the, the whole point being is that, that some people you can't trust and you don't there is no guarantee even in writing you really don't have a guarantee um unless they were paying you to be there if you're that big of an asset to them that they're paying you then it's a little different but in this kind of situation um it it comes down to um ruthless and inconsiderate people instead of calling you and saying hey we're going to try something different they just took it and hoped probably that you pulled up and just left and never questioned it. Um, But, and you're probably right, he took the pictures for that reason. He was probably, you know, 
whining and dining a buddy of his who had a concession cart and goes, man, this guy's making a killing on hot dogs. You ought to bring the trailer. You can make even more. And he probably sold him some big sales pitch. And um, you, you don't know all the ins and outs. And so it's one of those deals. It, it's like having a flat tire. You're going to get one and or you may get one. And depending on how prepared you are for it will determine how bad that incident is. You know, um, and hey ben, yeah, let me, uh, if you don't mind, I, I'm kind of familiar with this, uh, situation, not his situation, but a similar situation or, uh, you know, I worked the bar scene there for a while and, um, still have that location and so forth. And, you know, a couple things I'll say, if anybody who's listening, um, you know, when you're at these locations, you know, <clears throat> like you said, there's no such thing as anything in writing and all that stuff. Because most people are not going to get uh, anything in writing on a hot dog cart anyway. So, you know, there's no need to really even push that issue. That will usually turn them off. Um, but, you know, when I was sitting up at the bar, we used to have a guy that, that came by two or three different times um, with a, a concession trailer. And I will say this, if, you know, until you're put in a position or a situation, it's hard to say what you would do. And I understand, you know, you blow your temperature and you, you get hot and you get, you know, ticked off and you say a few words you probably shouldn't. Normally, people with concession trailers, and, and Jason will probably attest to this, it's really hard for them to come out, especially if they travel any distance at all, and be able to work a night and do the same numbers. Hang on one second. All right. I got one of those dogs too, but I don't know if they call sound like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um I've got a little switch on my control panel where you know that barking it was doing earlier when Rob was talking. I I can turn the dog off. Y'all will still hear it on the live <laughs> show, but on the on the recorded part, the barking doesn't get heard. <laughs> All right. So here's uh, what I was going to finish saying. Sorry about that, guys. No problem. Um, is I had a guy that was coming out with a concession trailer knocking on my door of that bar. And, you know, Jason will probably attest to this, that most people with concession trailers, they can't afford to come out and set up and do the same kind of numbers that we can tolerate, you know, the $150, to $200 a night kind of thing. Most people with concession trailers, they got a lot more to set up, more to do, more to clean. They usually carry a, a wider variety of products that potentially could go to waste and so forth. So if a concession trailer moves in, in hindsight's twenty twenty. in the future, if anybody ever gets in this position, um, here's how you keep yourself from getting in the position. I'm always very thankful to the people. You know, every night I do business there, I would go in, talk to the manager, owner, hey, I appreciate you letting me come out tonight, you know, blah, blah, blah. I always gave discounts or free stuff to all the management or the vouchers and stuff. Like, they would get everything pretty much at cost. Um, so right. they they almost, even though somebody knock on their door, they said, hey, we, we like our hot dog guy. We, ain't, we don't need you. You know, appreciate you coming out. You know, we'll keep your information in case he doesn't come back kind of thing. So the more you do stuff like that and the more they like you, it doesn't matter who knocks on their door or anything else, they're going to try sticking with you. You know um, what I did? I did um, 
when I first started the factory, I was worried to death. You know how you get that red car syndrome? You see, oh yeah, you get a red car, and then you see them <laughs> everywhere. And I've done, yeah. I've done some blog articles about that, that whole mind game that you play with yourself. But I had just gotten this factory, and I was worried to death. And somebody, uh, a vendor in a, another county over, um, I met him while getting something else at a supplier, and he said. Um, yeah, I heard you were out there at the factory. That's a good gig. I wish I'd have thought of that. And I got worried. Oh, man, this guy's going right. to come in there. And so what I started doing is I always, you know, gave this um, this lady that got me the gig, you know, their um, public – what is the person that's over the employees? The um, HR department. HR, yeah, lady. I gave – you know, I was always good to her, and I – you know, if, if we got there – earlier we did something different that day and we're nearby I'd take her something but what we also did and is bring her something even if it wasn't hot dog related like right. one one week i can remember we took some jars of honey to her and she wasn't even there but we left them on her desk and she called me and she goes oh my gosh thank you for doing this and i go no we thank you for letting us come out and set up and feed your employees right. for promoting us well now she was our best friend she started right. announcing that we'd be there on these nights on the PA system. She started putting it on the company bulletin board. She did all these little extra things that I hadn't even thought of right. to promote me, all because I went a little out of my way to do a couple nice things. Right. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is is, is you got to really, I don't want to say schmooze them, but you definitely got to show your appreciation for them allowing you to be there. And, and Boo, by the way, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just giving an example of, you know, anybody listening, kind of what I have done. And matter of fact, um, and Ben knows about this, um, the same bar that I do this at, um, they called me recently. They knew I would got some great deals back in the summer on a bunch of Halloween decorations at a yard sale. And so they called me and said, hey, are you using those? And I said, yeah, but why? And he says, well, he said, I was wondering if I could use them for the bar. And I said, yeah, not a problem. So I took them up there. You know, for their Halloween party, and, and oh, yeah. did a little, you know, something like that that I didn't have to do. I could have said, yeah, well, you know, I'm using it around the house or whatever. But you know, I felt like that. Uh, and, you know, I basically almost quit working the bar, but they allow me to come up at special occasions. Just their summertime uh, crowds wasn't big enough that I was making enough money. And but yeah, yet they hadn't went out and sought out another vendor, and they allow me to come in on special occasions now. And you know, they could easily went out and solicited to get another vendor in to give it a shot and. You know, maybe somebody would work for less than me, um, you know, as far as what they'll accept. But, you know, I just um, – so I hate to hear it, boo, and, and, but that's just uh, – you know, I would probably give it a couple weeks, month or whatever and maybe go back by I me. Mean, I don't know how bad your wording got <laughs> towards the end. It may not – a month may not be long enough, but, uh, um, you know, you may want to say, hey, I'm sorry I got – yeah, yeah, nothing wrong. Most people um, will accept an apology, you know what I'm saying? So if you call – and and go go by there and say, sir, I want to apologize to you. This is your place of business. You can have here who you want. Um, but I'm sorry I got upset, you know. And you might could save the deal down the road. Um, so it may be worth if it's worth it to you. You may want to go by and just apologize and say, look, I got caught up in the heat of the moment there, and and I apologize. And and that's not the way I normally do business. And I I just didn't mean to be that way. And I understand it's your place of business. You can have who you want work here, and, and that's fine. But I, I'd i love to get the chance to, you know, earn your business back or whatever. So maybe something you want to think about if it's worth it to you. If not, you go find you another location. I'm sure you'll be successful at, at the new one. So. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, 
it's certainly worth it to me. I just, um, I, I'm from, I guess if you want to call it the old school, and I'm pretty hard headed. And uh, yeah, and all I it like would have you. taken was a all it would have taken was a phone call from him, and I wouldn't have had an issue whatsoever. But I drove an hour and a half to get over there, right. and it chapped my hide, you know. And and a week or two or a month might go by, and I might meet him, and I may just call and apologize. But as well, it stands right now, I don't. Well, know. you know. Al, you're not do. you're not alone. You're talking to to, to some shelters. Um, it might have gone past words for me. Yeah, it, yeah <laughs> it, me too. It, it, he may have come out and his tires would have been flat. Um, I I just I don't th- I can't fault you for saying anything because I've done. No, the- I can't either. <laughs> uh-huh. Nope. Well, I, whether I'm faulted or not, but you know, I mean, he's he's a pretty round fella, and he heard that, and uh, you know, I told him I, <laughs> I told him I wouldn't piss on. Piss on him if he's on fire, And then I got hey, uh, hey, boo, forget I mentioned what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think you went beyond the apology at this point. Yeah, a little more than a week. Maybe new owners at the bar would be better off. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a chance then. <laughs> well, you know, what, what the hey, I'm. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> You you had every right. You you just lost income, and it was a livelihood, and it was wrong what he did. You were a hundred percent right and vindicated in what you did. It I every time I've done something like that, even unhot dog related, I've always you know had second thoughts later once things cooled down. Sometimes it took right. me two years to cool down, but eventually I was you know oh crap. You know, but I'm I'm with you. You're you're preaching to the choir if you think we don't understand. Right. Well, you know, I, oh, I guess, people yeah. was crying and and all that stuff, and it just kind of got to me in in the heat of the moment. And of course, I didn't I didn't squeal any tires, or you know, well, of course, I was thinking about throwing rocks all over the front of my cart too. <laughs> <laughs> so I just uh, I eased out of there and waved at him, blew the horn, and. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you did. And I, I don't what what you'll find in is that you'll you'll find a better spot. And it will have been a spot you wouldn't have found had you not needed one. And so sure. and it's how it always goes. And always. It always goes that way. It never goes you're not going to settle for a worse spot um because you already know the potential. So I give up a spot to go there on Tuesdays, and I can go back. There's there's not an issue of going back to the spot where I was, but the spot where I was is another nightclub, and it is closer to the house, but it was doing 30 to $45 uh, a Tuesday, and this place yielded me the first weekend we were, the first Tuesday we went over there yielded $250. So, of course, I, I told the lady, I said, you know, we've got to go over here. Well, so what, I can the, go back to the what is the what is the Tuesday night? Is there is it a ladies' night or or they have a good happy hour on the crappy thirty five forty oh, or night? What what kind of gig is that? It's um, old folks. It's a seniors' dance, and they're 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 anywhere from seventy five to a hundred and five. <laughs> and you know, you know what I would do. Man. You know what I would do, and <laughs> I know. I know somebody doing this, and I'll I'll get his permission to tell you his story 
at, at another time, but I'm going to give you the basics. They do what's called hot and brats, and he's actually not a, a food cart, but he's a restaurant that does hot dogs. But they have hots and brats night, and um, I'll find out even what day it is. It may be a Tuesday, but it's a slow day for their bar and grill, and they it they get crowded with retirement age people who are on fixed incomes who know that they can go get entertainment and cheaper food, and what they do is they give you each hot dog is a dollar. Okay, now I'm not saying you have to go that cheap. I'm just telling you what they do. They do a dollar hot dog where normally they're two fifty. Now I do believe that they're selling a different type of hot dog. You know, it may be a baker's and chefs and not a Vienna. I'm sure it's not a Vienna. Well, these are it may be something worth you going and talking to the owner or the manager and going, Hey, what if we open up a hots and brats night where I have hot dogs and brats we cater to the senior citizens, which you're already doing, but we go ahead and tell people they get a meal deal for three dollars and fifty cents, or they get this for three bucks. And yeah. you may you may find out you're making a a lot more. I mean, a lot more, but you're having to work more because you're doing more volume. But sure. you may, you could turn it into a positive. Well, that's a good that's that, that's good, and I will call that lady tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I plan on calling her just so I can have a Tuesday night, and we also have a uh, have a Wednesday coming up. Um, well, tomorrow night, and and I've secured a post office here in the little town. The post office is actually uh, a cleaner's. Um, I got that all set up uh, yesterday, so I could start tomorrow morning at eleven. And there's a doctor's office and some other things around the fire station, the police station, right around close to where I'm going to set up there at that post office. So. I'm hoping that, you know, that'll yield fifty or sixty dollars in a day. I might get lucky and make a hundred, who knows? But so I'm I'm not complaining at all. I mean I'm you know well, I, he I could, gotta make a living somehow and, and, and yeah, but he could business turn it, wasn't doing it. He could turn it into something. I mean, what do they do there? Um is it a, it's just dancing? It's one of, it, it the the place is actually um where they filmed the movie um uh Pure Country with George Strait, yep. where they filmed all the dance hall scenes and the fight scenes in the parking lot and stuff. Yep. So it's a legendary dance hall, and it's a bring-your-own-bottle place. It's huge. And the lady that owns it, she has a band, and they play there on Tuesday nights. Her band does for this seniors dance. And then we are also there every other Saturday night adjacent to a barbecue place. We do well on Saturdays. We do $250 on Saturdays. But... Tuesdays has just been terrible, you know. So um, when we found this other Tuesday location, we took off over there. Right. Um, I was hoping maybe that Rob could find me <laughs> a daytime location here in Texas somewhere. Um, all of the little towns around me I've tried. I've got, like, um, auto zones that have given me permission, dollar stores that have given me permission to set up. But my little town, the, the ordinance won't let me do it. You know, they'll sell me a permit a five-day permit for $50, but I can't leave my cart in one place for more than 30 minutes. I have to move it. Now, the ordinance says one place. It doesn't say one location. doesn't say one address. So <laughs> I thought about just buying the permit and trying it, but I'm afraid I'm going to get fined, and I can't afford to get fined, you know? No, no. 
So there, there's where we stay. And so uh, you, you do know, what I, I do. Just tell your name's Ben. Excuse me. <laughs> when they when they go to write my tickets, I just tell them my name's Ben Wilson, and you know I haven't had any problems yet. They mail the yeah. ticket to them, and you know. I think Rob's on the yeah. same thing. Actually, I think Rob uses Brian Shore, don't you? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we moved here. We moved back here from Branson, Missouri. Um, we were in Branson, Missouri for almost nine years doing a show there. And I know that um, Jason does these um, uh, uh, wineries and such, and I'm good friends with a bunch of folks that, that run wineries in Branson. <laughs> I told Lisa, I said, man, we think we need to go back up there. But anyway. Hey, what? Wineries are a gold mine, man. Well, I I realize that, and I've been looking for some around here, but the ones that I found are in this uh, town of Red Oak or a little town they call Midlothian, and the ordinances are terrible. Even the uh, farmer's market I can set up there, but they want $75 for every time I set up. And I have to go through the Chamber of Commerce, and, and of course they've they've taken the farmers market out of the equation until springtime now. So I mean, you know, seventy five dollars is a gamble at this point right now. Yeah. You know, do I yeah. give them seventy five? I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't do that yet. But these times when it's slower, or you have the ability during the day or anything to fight some of these city ordinances. Some of them are unconstitutional, and, right. and and we've talked about them on the shows. But um, and you can get the help of people like the Institute for Justice or the Mobile Food Vendor Association will call and um, and find out you know where they're where they're where and if they are abiding by the federal laws. Right. Well, I'm I'm just kind of a. Uh, uneducated redneck at this point, if you will, and I go down there and then they start double talking and it goes over my head and, and next thing you know I feel like the top of my head's gonna blow off and I just gotta leave. You know, because I don't understand half of what the lady's trying to tell me. Right. And then I have I have also went online and researched their um their ordinances and you know, for like the uneducated redneck that I am, it reads that I cannot do it unless I abide by that five-day permit and can only stay in one place for 30 minutes. And what she says that is for is roach coaches. You know, well, that's, been, that's either way, it's been proven unconstitutional. So there's already case law that has set precedence in those time limits that that it is a violation of your constitutional right to work. Okay. And so that that is an illegal law, and until somebody says something – and sometimes all it takes is saying it to the city council, and the city council calls the city attorney, and the city attorney looks it up and goes, oh, yeah, crap, we need to just get rid of that. And they'll just do an amendment to get rid of it. Well, maybe I can get a little help from you through email or something. We'll start emailing this week, and, and maybe you can uh, maybe you can turn me on to the right folks where I need to go or, or Rob or Jason or one of them. I mean, yeah. I, I don't mind doing the footwork at all. I just... I don't even know where to start, and like I said, once I get in the office and and they start talking to me, you know, I I, I do what my wife calls Brady dog, and she's got a dog that has ADD pretty bad, <laughs> and I think he got it from me, and I'll just go off the the wrong side, you know, and and before you know it, I don't even know what the lady has said to me, you know, and I've got to just leave. So, 
Um, I don't want to get myself in a bind by going in there and telling them, filling in what I told this fellow tonight, you know. So I've kind of just stayed away from there for the last couple of weeks because it's frustrating, you know. And, um, you know, like I, like I told you before, Ben, I'm going to do this. It, it, I'm not giving up. I'm going to do it, you know, whether i got to do it out you're, here at the yard sale. Or you're, already, yard. you're already doing it. Um, well, it. It's just now, you know, this is where that time comes in where you're trying to find the right locations for the – the highest proficient and money making spots and and the best use of your time throughout a week. And that's all this comes down to. Well there you I, go. I don't want to I don't want to take up your time when you're I'm sure you got other folks waiting on hold and such yeah, and I can sit here and listen to you guys talk all this. Well you still can stay and listen. I'll put you on hold. You'll still be able to hear. But we do have to move on to some other callers. Um I thank you, Al, for calling in. I'm sorry that you had a crappy night, and I'm happy to help you with those um, those rules that they've got about the 30-minute deal. All right, and, and if uh, before I go, if uh, Rob, if I, I know that you've posted some things. If I email you, you think there's, you can find some spots around Dallas or Fort Worth, Texas that, that email might me. be we'll available? Email me. We'll see what we can work out for you. Email me. We'll see what we can work out for you. That sounds like a winner, man, and I'll do it. Y'all have a good evening. I'm going to not leave it. I'm going to Stay here and listen. I'm going to go ahead and hang up, um, if if that's okay. all right. And, uh, no problem. Uh, you have a good evening. You guys, thank you all, and you all have been great. Thanks, Al. All right. Uh, bye-bye. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live. We um, are going to run over um, because we haven't even made it to all the tips and stuff that I talked about tonight um, or in, talked about on the Facebook that we were going to share with you tonight. And you'll want to stay tuned for those because we've got some cool ideas for the vendors and some stuff I've done myself and would like to share with you. Um, caller last four is gone. They just hung up. They got tired of waiting. Um, they held for 37 minutes, 37 minutes. Um, well, I apologize that you um, held. If you want to call back, please do. Press option one to talk live to us. Hold on just a second. We have a caller on caller with the last four, four, three, three, two. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How can we help you? You didn't recognize my number, did you, Ben? <laughs> I didn't. Holy cow. <laughs> but do you recognize my voice? Of course I do. Good, good. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about something that I got a gig on the 15th of this month, but it's a nationwide uh, thing that's going on. And some of the other vendors out there might want to get with their local dealerships and see if they can get involved in it. Let's um, hear it. For me, it's a money-making thing. But Ford Motor Company is doing a um, a giveaway. They're going to give a car away in each little town, and they're doing a fundraiser in uh, in conjunction with Dancing with the Stars, and then they're going to take, some of the money each dealership is allowed to give the money to local charities that they raise. And my local dealership called me and asked me to come out, and it's going to be a, like a nighttime or evening event from like four to nine at night. And they're going to come. I'm going to go up and set up my hot dog cart and just give away hot dogs and hot chocolate and nachos, and um, my local dealerships actually. Pace. I do. I go up there a lot, but they call me out of the blue to tell me about this fundraiser, and so other vendors may want to check with their local, you know, uh, 
uh, Ford dealer and see if they can get in on it. Well, that is awesome. Um, that that's a good idea. And what what would they need to do? Just call a local Ford dealer in their area and yeah. see if they're a part talk, of that promotion. Yeah, talk to the um, uh, general manager is the best one to talk to, and tell them what you got, and you know that uh, you can want to come up and set up and provide hot dogs and stuff, and you can give them a price of you know uh, if we give away a hundred hot dogs. You know, you can advertise this and let everybody know around here. Everybody knows me, so when they find out that I'm giving away hot dogs, they're going to automatically come to the Ford dealership to get a free hot dog. And so, so the dealership so wins. And all they need to do is just mention that um, they talk to um, Doug's dogs. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, now just say that they know Ben. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Got to know somebody famous. Yeah, that but, uh, that and three dollars <laughs> to get you a cup of Starbucks uh, coffee. <laughs> but uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick, uh, I hear all these people talking about they're having uh, controversies with cities and counties and health departments and setting up and everything. I've been in this for like four years. And I had a run-in with my local city uh, about two months ago, and they said that I had to have a new uh, vendor license, which was would cost me six hundred dollars a year. And wow. after after I had got through having a heart attack, I did a request for a variance, and I gave it to the city, and that was about two months ago. At the same time I gave it to the city manager, I got permission from them to continue to operate until they decided what they were going to do because it confused them because I was prepared to give them something in writing to say this is what I do and this is what I have. And the biggest thing I'm trying to, I guess, convey to people is you can get more by talking to people than you can by arguing with them. Right. You're going to you're going to lose if you tell somebody they're an idiot and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know, even with the health inspectors or anybody that you're dealing with, you know, you got to come across professional, but you, you know, you got to let them know that you know what you're talking about, but you can't put them down and say they don't have a clue what they're doing and, you know, unless you're prepared to take them to court and sue them, you know, um which I don't know a lot of people's got the money or the lawyers to do that. No, no, and it, it's not. It's never going to be the the best course of action. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it'd take you two years just to pay legal fees and and the time lost yeah. while you fought it. So, yeah. um, and I agree. Always, you know, you know, more flies with honey um, than um, vinegar. But yeah. And I guess about the only problem I've been having lately with the hot dog business is I've been too busy. Uh, <laughs> That's a good problem to have. I, I, have, uh, I had an event, uh, actually it's Saturday, um, that is scheduled that I was supposed to do. Um, I wrote it down wrong and showed up last Saturday at the event and nobody was there. And I went, uh-oh. I'm here at the wrong day. So I had to call the people and cancel the event for this Saturday because I've already got it booked up for another event. And so uh, I guess the biggest thing about that is uh, don't be an idiot. Write it down. Uh, <laughs> what, what they did, they changed the dates on me. 
And oh. they actually told me in writing that they changed the dates. But I have been doing this event so many years that I just automatically said, oh, well, it's the first weekend of November. So that's when I got to show up. And that's what I wrote down. And it's actually the second weekend this year. <laughs> My gosh. And, but, well, um, it's good to have too much work. Um, I like <laughs> to hear that. Um, it, it's, it, you know, it's, well, I still have a full-time job and I'm still retired. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're but, retired you military, know. work full-time, <laughs> yeah. and then run this part-time, full-time hot dog business. Yes. And, uh, and you know, it's 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 been, well, last, let's see, about a week ago, I exceeded my uh, highest sales uh, in, in all the years that I've been doing this. Uh, I've already exceeded last year's uh, sales figures for this year, and I've still got, November and December to go, and I'm booked all the way up to the middle weekend in November, or the 15th of November. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh-uh. so I, I, I guess I bra- I'm bragging a little bit about that, but you, you should. Know, it, it doesn't it doesn't come overnight, you know. The first date that I set up my little hot dog cart <coughs> at Advanced Auto Parts, I made thirty bucks, you know. And so, I mean, go from that to what I've done this year. I'm just—it's amazing. And but anyway, let me get off this phone because you know I'll talk to you to death. And just uh, <laughs> well, thank you congr- for calling in, Mike. And congratulations on your uh, grandchild. Well, thank you. And, uh, that's uh, hey, I thank God he doesn't look like you. But I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told my wife. My wife said, our kids look like you. And I said, well, if they're lucky, they'll grow out of it. (laughs) (laughs) If we're lucky. All right. Y'all have a great day and and have a wonderful time. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Have a good day. See you. All right. Bye-bye. That was Mr. Michael Woods um, all the way from Georgia. Um, And he he has been on the blog before, if you want to listen to his – He's even offered tips and tricks and and advice for new vendors and and for even seasoned vendors. Um, He's got a lot of experience. He's a smart man. He's retired military. Um, He even helps out the Wounded Warrior Project in his area. And he's just a fantastic guy. He's got a big heart, and he likes helping others. And so he's even helped some vendors find new locations. He helped a lady that was struggling for a year who heard him on the radio show. I think it was the radio show. And they linked up. He helped her find a new spot and got her going. The guy has a huge heart, and I'm glad you got to talk to him tonight and and meet him if you hadn't heard him before. Um, We have um, some tips and tricks, and we'll be right back with those in just a second. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't. Available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Are you at least 42 inches tall? Because you're on the love roller coaster with HCVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Feeling late? 
easy? Out of shape? Get off the f***ing couch. Go to Ben'sCarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, links to the radio show, and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at Ben'sCarts.com. Be there. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If you want to roll with a big dog, you need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock their world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. Well, drain me dry and call me Dusty. It's Ben, Jason, and Rob on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I think we need a little hot steamy buns. Got a question about the hot steamy buns? Call Ben. At 424-258-9364. For the latest tips and tricks in the world of oiners. That's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live. One-on-one to Ben. Tuesday nights, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. HDVR. Hi. Now, if you were born in the 70s, that was hot music um, when you were in your teens. Um, I remember that music well. Um, I have got um, some tips and stuff to share with you tonight. I do first want to thank those that have called in and shared problems and um, solutions and some ideas and stuff. And I think that's awesome that people are doing that. The chat room is not as lively tonight. We do have, um, I saw Corey over there and some others, Al Miller, um, and if you will remember, every Tuesday night we have a live chat where you can talk to other vendors. There's only about 12 people on tonight. Um, I don't know why it's so dead, and I know we're missing, we're missing um, a key ingredient tonight. Where's our link master? <laughs> and, um, Corey, and I were just, Corey and I were just wondering that. Hopefully he's in line to vote, or he's selling to voters. Maybe he's selling hot dogs to voters. Um, there's, there's somebody doing that tonight. Um, there's somebody doing that tonight. I know Corey did it today, um, but somebody called me today or texted me and said they were um, going to be working till 11 tonight selling to people in line. I think that's brilliant. Um Let's talk about Fiverr. I know that's a weird number, but it's five um, with two R's on the end, kind of like saying, um, give me a spot me a Fiverr, um, which is, means give me a $5 bill, um, or some kind of slang thereof, but it's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Write that down, okay, and then go check it out. And in the right-hand column, check out all the cool stuff that you can find people to 
to work and do things for you for $5, like create you a logo or do you an intro video or create you a homepage or create you a business card or create you anything. Or maybe you want somebody to create a jingle for your business. Maybe you want somebody to um, walk around a college campus with a T-shirt that that says "Oh Doggies" on it, or says "Love Hot Dog Company." They there's people on there that will take your five dollars and they will go do that. They will walk around a campus, or they'll walk around a town, or through a mall. Um, there's people that um, will do about anything for five dollars on there. It's all legal stuff, but. It, as far as it's it's nothing illegal allowed on there. Um, you can even ask them. There's people on there that will hand out flyers. Um, there's people that will do sound bites for you. Whatever you need for five bucks. There's nothing over five bucks. Now some of them offer services for more, but whatever they advertise will be five dollars. And so if you need a logo done. Or maybe you need four concept logos. Five bucks. So check it out. It's FIVERR.com. We've talked about it on the show about a year ago, maybe a little longer. And I wanted to remind you because I had a guy this week, and that's what reminded me, that needed a logo, very limited budget, didn't know what to do, couldn't afford the $99 logo deals. And he said, I I need a, a professional logo done. I sent him over to Fiverr, and he got one done within 24 hours, and it is sexy. So um, check it out. Also, for you folks that have umbrellas or you have places on your cart an awning, like Jason's cart, you know, if you have an awning that comes out from your stand-in um, and you hang, um, you know, these chip clips, Chip clips can um, hangers can be used for all kinds of stuff. Sunglasses, hats. I've seen people put um, chapstick and sunscreen on them. Um, in the winter, believe it or not, um, people wear sunglasses because of snow and uh, clear skies mean brighter sun. Um, but hats have always done well for me. When I go out, I hang hats from my cart. The um, typically, in most places, I don't typically do it like if I'm doing the same location over and over and it's like a factory. But um, I have, you know, when I first started the factory job several years ago, I was hanging hats and sunglasses there and I sold quite a few hats. But the hats and sunglasses, it's hard to find them and you want quality ones. And so I'm going to give you a website that you can go to that you can buy the small quantities. You don't have to buy bunches of hats. But I don't know if you've ever heard of puff embroidery, but that those are the expensive hats you go to the mall and buy where it says Nike, and it's embroidered. It's not screen printed, so it's actually stitched into the cap, but it's puff stitched, which means it has a backing under it so that it stands out three-dimensional from the hat. And I'm sure you've seen them, and you probably own one. But they sell these. And they sell them cheap. I'm talking dirt cheap. And you can go to CTS. Um, that's C is in cat, T is in Tom, S is in Sam. CTS Wholesale Sunglasses dot com. Check it out. They've got glasses and stuff too. Um, try it first. Don't buy 500. They got packages. Okay. Don't buy the big package first. Try it. 
try it in a couple areas and see how you do. And if you do certain areas, like when I would go to a church, um, um, like auction or an event, I would have these religious iconography um, hats, you know, with a cross or Jesus saves and things like that. And then when I'd go to the in town, I may have EMS, fire department, police. A nine eleven, you know, all these different things, and you can cater to a different group, and that's neat because you can mix up your order, and so you can try different things: country girl, uh, redneck girl, um, pink embroidery, all kinds of cool stuff, camouflaged hats. They have some nice stuff. That CTS Wholesale Sunglasses dot com. If you happen to be listening to the show after the show is live. And you would like links to these, I'll have them on the show notes on the blog at LearnHotDogs.com. Um, this will be episode 40. We're going to have to dock Brian's pay. Do what? Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we're going to have to dock him. Yeah, I think, I think we'll cut it in half. Um, this, this will be reflected in his permanent record. <laughs> He's probably making money. Um so CTS is, is what I wanted to share with you. The other thing I wanted to share with you, and um, you, you've all probably heard of ANSI. It's the American National Standards Institute. It, they are a private company, okay, kind of like um, NSF or any of them. But ANSI basically oversees the development of standards. So – Let's say Underwriters Laboratory says, hey, we want to make a a group of standards that all pans must have rivets that are smooth and soldered to the frame of the handle, blah, blah, blah. ANSI overlooks those, makes sure the wording is correct, makes sure that it's doable, makes sure it complies with FDA and USDA laws and rules or requirements, and then says, okay, we will certify your standard. And so you will buy things sometimes and see ANSI on it, ANSI. It's American National Standards Institute. Well, ANSI pretty much, um, they are the go-to person. If you wanted to start your own inspection company or anything, you'd, you'd want them to be accredited through them. Um, but it so happens, y'all all have probably heard of ServeSafe. Some states do not require it. North Carolina recently, and um, Rob backed me up on this, but North Carolina recently require, started requiring it as of September 1st. And Florida requires it. Um, several, there's quite a few states that require a food safe program. Well, yep, it's we kind of like. Here. Huh? We, we have air? Yeah. Well, most people, when they think of it, like even your health department, they'll go, yeah, just go to servesafe.com and they'll hook you up with a class. Okay? Because servesafe's name has become synonymous with getting a food handler's license. After some research, I found that you can go to a website called Food Safety Administration, and it's just foodsafetyadmin.com. And you can just Google Food Safety Administration if you want. They are accredited, just like ServeSafe, from ANSI and FDA. Okay, and what they um, what they offer you 
is all 50 states, an online course can be completed in 90 minutes and done for 15 bucks, $14.95. So even if your state doesn't require it, we've talked about this before and I'm not going to go into it tonight, they don't require you to have it. It's good to be able to show that on your cart. You'll get a certificate in the mail, but you'll also get one you can print off immediately. But that will give you certification instantly. I know that um, Rob is going to try to work out something with them for the Mobile Food Vendor Association members. But the bottom line is, if you need this done, don't go pay the $189 or $149 or $129 with ServeSafe. Go online for 15 bucks. You can get the exact same thing, complete it in 90 minutes online. Oh, I don't want to tell you what I had to pay. What did you have to pay? 350 for the manager class for five years. Well, the manager class is different. You can do the manager class with them, okay? They have 1,500 testing locations. They don't let you do the online test, but they let you do the practice test and the training online. Then then that saves you time. You don't go to a class all day. All you do is show up for your hour and take the test. And um, But it's 129 I think, for the manager. And is that good for five or just one? That's good in most states for three, some states for five. Wow. That's a pretty expensive tip um, as far as it will save a lot of you some money if you're just getting started or you need to renew or whatever or have any, don't even have one. Like in Tennessee, we don't have to have one. Um, but you may want to get one anyway. And so I'm I'm telling you that this may be an alternative for you. Um to save money and to speed up the process. And um, that's the gist of it. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank everybody for joining in. We ran over time a little bit, but it seems to be worth it. And um, I had a good night. I'm glad we had the callers, and I'm glad we answered questions and uh, saved the world. So uh, I want to give you an update on uh, Darren. He yeah. is back on the East Coast as of Monday, and he is down in Atlantic City today starting a new job, I believe, tomorrow, uh, going back to construction for a little while. Really? So, yeah. His cart's still out in Washington. Washington? He came out here to, yep. He came out here to do uh, some construction for the rebuild down at the Jersey Shore. So, uh well, that's I talked to him today, but talked to him a couple of days ago. He got here early on the red eye Monday morning. First thing he did was grab a cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. Tell him that we um, we miss him on the show, and tell him um, to 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 stay in touch. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go I doubt he'll um, quit altogether. I think um, Darren Darren got that in his blood now. Um, the Darren inspired me. He made me every time I talked to him, I got more excited about the business. Um, he he's he's a neat guy. Um, I'm glad I'm I'm proud to call him a friend. Anyway, y'all have a wonderful evening, Rob. Do you have anything to say before we leave? No. All right. Oh, simple, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rob Let me see if my dog has anything to say. <laughs> oh, she's finally quiet. So. Anything, Jason? No, I'm good. Hey, I'm looking at this CTS website. That's a good hookup. Uh, we I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can get like sunglasses, like 
eight bucks for a dozen of them. How do you beat that? And and they're individually wrapped and they're sharp. I buy them. And yeah, I'm just sitting here looking at this stuff, man. I share uh, I share in my book, Rob. Hot dog vendor, you know, hot dog saved my life. Right, yep, um, yep. I share in that book, that website. I've been using it since day one because I was already buying that stuff in the furniture store as little give-me's. You know, I'd right. go, hey, um, you need a pair of sunglasses? You know, and we'd do silly stuff like that. Or we'd go, the first five customers in the store today on the radio show, you know, we, we not our show, but our radio ads would say, first five customers in, sit and sleep today, get a free pair of sunglasses. And, you know, then you'd have people show up and, you know, hope to – it just created excitement. But the bottom line is yeah. I'm using them. And in the book, I talk about the money I made um, when I was working full-time as a vendor. Um, I was between hats and sunglasses. Uh, my average, my true average in 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 um, net money a month was about 1200 a month off sunglasses and hats. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at these prices. I mean, like some of the hats, most of the hats are like two fifty to three bucks. Well, I mean, most people would pay eight or nine dollars for a decent hat. You know what I mean? Even if you're selling it for seven bucks, um, that and you're paying two fifty for it, or sunglasses, you're paying. You know, if most time people are not buying off a hot dog cart sunglasses that they, that they plan on keeping forever, so it's kind of like they'll wear them for a week or two, and if they get lost, they don't really care. Um, kind of thing. So, I mean, you're buying. Yeah, like, think, think about like uh, you at that baseball tournament. You know, exactly. think about how many parents it's, leave the glasses in the car and they're over there. It'll buy exactly. it, stuff like that. Do you Make see eight dollars a dozen? Do you see the quality of the hats though? These aren't cheap hats. Oh yeah, yeah. These I mean, aren't they got those... sunglasses. Eight dollars for a dozen of them. Now yeah. think about this, folks. You sell the sunglasses for three dollars a pair. You paid eight dollars for a dozen. And now you're selling them three dollars a pair, three bucks. That's it. How much the return on your money is? I was when I did it. Hey, uh, I might I, use them for customer appreciation day and give them away. I had yeah. a I had a this price, and then I had a um, a two for price. Yeah. So it was two pairs of sunglasses you could get for eight bucks. Um, or and you got ten pair left over for all your profit. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, sunglasses do not, for in my experience, do as well as the hats. The hats always sold every time, every day, always, always, and still when I go, um, like when I was when I went to that event back in Florida this summer, I took the hats and I had two hangers of hats. We sold out of hats on the first day, so the hats always yeah. worked for me. I'm just sitting here looking at you know, like I said, this is a good little hookup. Um, you know, as far as what I think some people could add to. And you heard um, it here on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. HDVR. <laughs> I did. Dude, I, they even got the little displays you could, you could, <laughs> yeah, you could buy the displays. Yeah, you, um, can, you can do it all. I didn't buy any displays. I clipped them to the stinking, um, to the chip clips. Hmm. Very interesting. I yeah. like that. Especially, nice. you know, the cats that are kind of edgy. They have some that are kind of edgy. Oh yeah, they got some that's. Uh, Those were my best little, sellers. Little out there. I had two best sellers, and it was any of the religious hats and any of the um, the like the marijuana. The opposite hats. of religious. <laughs> well, the marijuana, the marijuana always did good. Those hats right. had weed on it, and 
Um, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I don't either. Um, the oh my goodness. Well, anyway, well, probably ate a lot too. They probably It was always the marijuana and the Jesus saves, right? They went together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and you're right. You, you got these people with the munchies, and they're so they probably eat a lot, right? And and at a bar, I'm telling you, at a bar with these hats. Oh, I gotta get the hat. That is funny, right there. That is funny. And you know they're drunk and they're buying hot dogs, and and it works every time. People love those hats. At the flea market, I raked it in with hats. I told my wife we needed to open a hat booth. Yeah, just a hat booth. So that's like Darren, man. When he had that uh, marijuana co-op flea market or whatever for out there in Washington, man, I, I can only imagine what that was like. I mean, can you imagine working at a marijuana event? Oh my god. Gosh. That's like that's like um a kid in a candy store. Um holy cow. Um fishing. Anyway, a- didn't mean to get on the sidetrack here. Yeah, I thought you had nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know yeah. me. I have nothing but about thirty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> At ten thirty eight PM <laughs> <laughs> Well folks, uh, thank everybody for listening and we'll we'll see you next week, same time, same place here on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hot Dog Vendor Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association in Benscarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number four. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio.